0: All right, y'all, before we start, I want to give a shout-out to DBK Drymatic. They made a amazing sponsorship for the upcoming summit on, in Boulder, Colorado, on and they left on the 12th of April, and uh, their equipment's pretty badass. So check them out. Go to AIRestore.org slash events and get involved.
1: This meeting, is being re- this meeting is being recorded.
0: Yes, it is. What's up, y'all? Henry Kave here welcome to the restoration rebel roundtable for the 12th of March 2019 man coming into first quarter into the first quarter already I cannot believe it uh, gonna be a quick uh, quick one tonight hopefully um, if everyone has any burning subjects I want you to bring them up right away so we can get right to them uh, I don't have a huge huge uh, itinerary for tonight just wanted to say hi and and make sure everyone had a chance to, to voice um, their concerns and questions that so they had them. But before we do that, we got to do the do. Here we go. Rebel commitments. In order to maintain clarity of purpose, we ask that every member of the Rebel community make the following commitments. Number one, I will protect the value of my services. I will never provide free services, as this would only serve to erode the value of similar services industry-wide. Number two, I will practice incredible transparency. I will explain our processes and details of my client. I will never hide details or manipulate reports. I will never communicate with a third party without also communicating with my client. I do not believe in competition. The restoration professionals in my market are part of my community. I will be an active member of that community. It is our unbreakable unity that will create the change we strive for. Commitment number four, I am willing to walk away from any project, client, or contract that is not compatible with my values and stated mission. Good business does not require us to give up money, sleep, or our humanity. had a great lunch today with a fellow rebel, Mr. Mike Davis, out of Redmond, Oregon. Uh, And he's struggling with the same things we're all struggling with. Uh, Collections, getting paid fairly. Um, Speaking of the Insights Conference and and DKI, uh, uh, Mike is part of a franchise as well, but they are no help when it comes to collecting on invoices for work that he has already done. Uh, what that's, a surprise. It's, it's a shocker, right? It's, <laughs> it's seems to be the theme of the restoration industry that we will do work at a moment's notice in the middle of the night in the worst conditions possible. And oh yeah, we're pay us if you feel like it. It's just, it's, it's, Frustrating every time it comes up. Frustrating every time I hear the story about a hundred thousand dollars being held over somebody's head because they didn't—I don't know—provide documentation for an air mover or something. I don't know. Something just—it's usually something stupid and, and ridiculous. So, uh, one way, the way that we are have chosen to combat that is to come together, and that's that's what the Restoration Rebels are all about. That's what the Alliance is all about. That's why we're here, that's why you guys keep coming back, because you know, like I know, the only way to make change is together and having a unified front and coordinating our efforts. So, uh, on that topic, we're getting together next month, the 11th of April in Boulder. Who's coming? Me, Chris is, David is, James is, Lindsay's not, Lindsay's, she's busy. He's busy. All right, fine.
2: I'm actually going to be there until the day before, but Ooh. I have to leave because it's my kid's birthday, and darn it, I'm get so many of those. Darn it! So I will well, be leaving on the tenth at like ten thirty p.m. Oh, yeah, Dang. I so know.
0: Maybe you can come have beers with everyone that shows up a day early.
2: Well, I was considering it.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, it's going to be a good group. we've got. A whole bunch of sponsors have stepped up uh in a major way. So for the first time in the last, well, this is the third time we've having we're having a summit, I know that it's paid for.
3: <laughs>
0: Thank goodness. <laughs> it is covered. Costs are covered. Now we've got to get you guys there uh so you can be a part of the action, uh, be part of the magic. Uh so if you haven't had a chance to sign up. It's uh, airestore.org/events, and go get it done, man. Get it done. Uh, we have a discount coupon out there for um, for vendors, for sponsors. So if you know of a sponsor, hit them up and say, "Hey, how about one of those discount tickets that I know you have?" Um, that might save you save you a couple bucks on that ticket. So what is new? What is happening out there? I keep trying to get David Chirma in the room. Chura Shimura. There he is. Here he comes. No. There
4: we yeah. go.
0: Bob, what's up, man? Not much. How you been? Been busy. Busy. Yeah, I have too. I traveled, I was on the road twenty-two days out of February. So that's enough.
4: Well, that'll keep you hopping.
0: Yeah. Keep me, keep me overweight is what it's doing a lot of running a lot of a lot of uh, airplane drinks of food so. mm. a to, yeah go ahead david
5: um about getting paid who's that who's that lawyer um chris restoration lawyer guy um
0: not um what is his name who knows the name of the restoration lawyer Lindsay knows his name ed cross ed cross yes ed,
5: uh, yeah, that's it how about uh, I wonder if we can get them to um, like write a letter or something, something that we can use that we can use in different states that would um something where we can kind of send, you know, we'll take what you get paid. I I talked to somebody who said the uh, the adjuster was was trying to hold money and he said, you know, I'll take I don't know, let's like just say arbitrary numbers. The bill was ten thousand dollars and he wanted to pay eight. He's like I'll take your eight thousand dollars but he was he was getting his lawyer to write a letter of reservation or something something reservation of rights maybe something something there were two parts to it one he had his he had his customers sign away um not i mean it was a direction to pay but it was something that allowed it allowed the contractor to discuss the claim with the rep.
0: Uh, you mean assignment of benefits or assignment of claim? That'll, that'll well, do that.
5: Yeah, but in New Jersey, you can't do an assignment of benefits.
0: Mm. So, okay.
5: so it wasn't, it, it was the right to speak on behalf of the insured with regard to collection. It was very specific.
0: Interesting. Well, who knows him well enough to reach out to Mr. Ed Cross? Anybody? Put in my to-do list.
5: He'd be a good guy to have out of the conference.
0: Well, we've got some. Really? Have you guys seen the list? Have you guys seen the... Let me see if I can pull up. I haven't. Where is who, what, how, what? Okay, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? There's the summit. There's the graphics. Let's go with that.
4: I think the lineup is full right now, last I knew. We couldn't get nobody else in there. There's not enough room.
0: Uh, you're right. You are exactly right. Now, how do I share my screen? That would be share. Okay, share.
6: There we go. Where's your kids?
0: Where's my kids? Show me how to do it. Okay, yeah. we got Chuck Violand. We got uh, Kenny Chapman. He's given our keynote. Dan York with East eStellar. Uh, he's going to talk about business development and uh in marketing stuff who else is here let me pull this other one up this work oh no i gotta reshare that stop sharing reshare i'm just gonna share my whole screen here make it easy i saw your whole screen for a second there we go and jordan donald um i'm looking forward to seeing or hearing her speak Um, she's a big simon sinek disciple Fan of her, Jennifer Sterling. I don't know her. Um, is it who else does anyone know Jennifer Sterling? I don't know Jennifer. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Lindsay's, it's like Diet Blues. Don't worry uh, about okay. It. And uh, JT Cry, I don't know him either. Um, but Phil Rosebrook, who doesn't know Phil Rosebrook? Uh, this is going to be phenomenal. And for those who have an extra day, um. I highly recommend looking at the Restoration Mastery Boot Camp. They're putting on a day and a half, a like two day boot camp uh, at the end of our summit, right there in the hotel. You don't have to go anywhere. Um, it was life changing. Um, it, its I know it's kind of cliche to say that, but uh, I went to their four day boot camp in LA last summer or last fall and just came away with, well, shoot, I came away with. Stop my sharing here. There. I came away with a binder of, of things to change my business life, to change my personal life, to, I mean, I, it's just, um, of course, I put it down and didn't look open it up since then. But that's on me, not on OP. But uh, anyway, great, great content out of that boot camp. So there, enough selling. Let's talk. What's going on out there? Tell me what's new. What's exciting? How about some wins? we got any wins to talk about this week? damn everyone just
4: shy? Lots of uh, testing going on. Last uh, month now we've had three places come back positive for asbestos. Oh, okay. One uh, – one, of the different contractor was in taking out the flooring, and um, the owner wanted me to then just verify everything was dry. We went in afterwards, found things that weren't dry, but also realized another floor needs to come out, which is the same it was okay. in the other in the kitchen area that she already took out. Okay, and after. The came back positive and the woman was still in the house. It was removed out of the kitchen when they removed it. All the food, all the dishes, everything was all there. They used a saw to cut it out.
0: Oh, so they just dusted everything.
4: Yeah, they dusted everything, kind of.
0: But on the
4: other side of the note, I reached out, talked to him. He reached out to me and we had some talking and I'm hoping to get him to come to the summit. And good. educate them a little better, and become a better business.
0: Good, good. That's what we're about. That's what we're about. Yeah, I had. Uh, I'm working on an estimate right now that uh, that just because a little bit of asbestos in a joint compound, uh, it's taking this thing from probably four hundred thousand to a million dollars because of the demolition that has to happen uh, because of the asbestos, and the initial demolition was done without testing, without protection, without, um, it's only a matter of time before someone gets sued out of existence for exposing. It doesn't matter if you know it or not, you are exposing your crews and your clients to asbestos. If you do this without testing, without knowing. So just don't do that. David raised his hand and started talking, but I go ahead. Go ahead, David. I'm sorry, so,
5: sorry, sorry, sorry. You have the responsibility to test suspect materials. You do. You have to do it for your guys, for your clients. We're in the middle of a bunch of them. We're doing one where a guy demoed a whole bunch of plaster, and we've sampled and testified in in three court cases where mm-hmm. somebody just contaminated something, and they throw out everything, every soft good they throw away, Ooh. rugs, curtains, clothing, anything, anything that's porous. It's gone. Start- yeah, sorry to interrupt you
0: about that. Sorry. No, it's all right. It's gone. Uh, Bill McBride, have you been Have you been a part of uh, Roundtable before? I'll let you get your phone situated
6: there. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm try not to... but... Uh, there you go. Where, where are you uh, from, Bill? This is my second Roundtable. I'm in the panhandle in between uh, Panama City and Destin, Florida. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're pretty freaking busy right now. We've been a little bit busy. Yeah. That's the
0: thing going on. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says asbestos has been our biggest problem in Panama City. Is that, uh, does that ring true, Bill? Uh,
6: Lindsay says it's a big problem in Panama City. The biggest, she says. Biggest. Wow. I'm not, uh, the vast majority of our work generally is in the Destin side of this panhandle. And we, yeah. While I realize asbestos is still being used in products today, obviously it's getting less and less. We do not run into it very often.
0: Mm. Nice. So Destin, uh, the North, I came into through Destin on my way down last October. And
6: that was incredible.
0: The, the amount of
6: devastation. We've got very little in Destin that, uh, is uh built before 1980 so everything here is very new so we've got very little exposure to asbestos Mm. Panama City is a bit older so there's definitely a lot more asbestos exposure over there we do not do a wonderful job of protecting ourselves from it be frankly honest with you Mm. well now you got to (laughs) Yeah, you
4: right. well, trust everything just not matter what year it is. That's ultra regular.
6: That's the deal. That's the deal. We we have run into it once before and got got burned. Mm. Uh, an older house out in the middle of the sticks went out there to tear out some flooring and started tearing out flooring and ran into asbestos tile. And mm-hmm. my guys started digging into it before uh, before we uh, realized what we were into and we finally figured it out like well, stop hold on let's get out of here get it tested well there's it's getting worse
0: and worse as far as the restrictions and the regulations uh, i know our colleagues in washington state they can't really start any real demolition or mitigation until day two sometimes day three depending on how fast they can turn those samples so they've got uh, the one. What the, uh, folks? Um, oh shoot! What's the name of their company? Shoot, uh, that's embarrassing. Um, yeah, I can't think of them. Anyway, uh, they they have a full time person. That's all they do is go around to every new job and pull samples and rush test them so they can get going on the drawing. And and that's yeah, I that's, guess it's
6: so what you got to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, you're right. It's only going to take one uh, one client getting pissy or or think they're the smartest person around and they, they hear about this asbestos thing and they'll see you. And then you're dead. I mean, you're gone. Your business is, you can't really, yeah, that's scary. Let's change the subject. Change the subject. <laughs> Somebody give me a new hey, su- a hey,
1: Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, Okay, buddy, what's up?
1: Can you hear me? I'm sorry. I thought I was muted. (laughs) I'll fix that. Question. Um, We as restoration contractors are required to test for any subject materials. Isn't that right, David Hodge? Suspect. Yes. Okay. What about uh, regular contractors? Are we in that group with them? Yes. Because I'm talking to other contractors and they're like, oh man, that's, you know, are they just not? Prepared to follow the letter of the law, and they're going to get sued someday. Yes, that's what I thought, but they were they were acting like, "Oh man, we never do that." <laughs> no
0: now, I have a I have a real good friend who is an industrial hygienist based out of Vancouver, Washington, and he is uh, he was my guy when I was doing contracting. He was my guy. He's my go to, and and he says you have to test everything. You you can't not test everything. Um, and and the problem comes in when you do your cell your own testing, which you can you can get certified to do that. You can pull a license and do that. But unless you really know what you're doing, and you go in and just, you test the joint compound here, and maybe test that tile because you suspect it, but you miss something over here, and it turns up later on that it's hot, that's on you. So he advocates that that you get a third party can to come to your testing and that way the liability is pushed off. If they miss some ACM that's on them. Uh, it's not on you. So Lindsay, you, you have your hand raised like a good girl. I
2: do. Um, one of my companies that I'm working with in Panama city, they have implemented a company wide program to where if they're going to go out and work, disaster situations they're going to go somewhere that they're unfamiliar with their number one thing that they're doing is hiring an asbestos slash mold testing company and they say listen insurance we've hired this company and they're going to go in and they're going to test they're going to test for the mold they're going to test for the asbestos they're going to test for lead paint they're going to give us our protocol and we will go from there yep and what i found in this panama city stuff is that they're getting paid, and the reason they're getting paid is because there's no argument. Because from day one, they're saying, "Listen, we're not capable of handling this, so we're going to put this person in charge of this, and we're going to move forward based on their results."
7: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's been no problems. This company's gotten paid multiple millions of dollars in the last six months, yeah, with no problem. Proper dealing so. with the crazy people that <laughs> like to say no. <laughs>
1: proper setup
4: but i want to know who's got the record the record i have for the newest newest structure we've had positive is 2009 and we're have anything to add? uh i had one
0: 2013 i had an 11 yeah it just depends on where the drywall came from and they're still letting it in they're still letting it into the country. So Chinese drywall, you you betcha it's gonna have asbestos in it. So, who was, who was that said, so, uh, that the other Andy McCabe, who's that?
6: Clark Brown. Oh, yeah, hey, Clark. Hey man.
0: Are you in How a position you? to uh, take over the call from here if I gotta go? Am I in a, in a position what? Could you take over the call? Because I gotta, I have to go pick up a ramp for my kid's birthday, from from one of the neighbors, like right um, now. Boy, I well, I guess,
3: or I, I guess, if I, yeah. I mean, any of us can stay on. Yeah, I'm
0: driving. Oh, you're I'm driving
3: something. So, but I'm, I mean, any, just leave it going.
0: Make okay. me the host. I'll leave it make going. Make me
3: the host, or make Bob the host.
0: I'll tell you what. No, Chris is here. Chris is a kind of a technological guy. Chris, I'm gonna make you the host. All right. Sure. And then you're going to have all the power. So, uh, and then when you sign off, it should stop recording on my end here, but, um, I hate to do this to you guys, but I really got to go. I was, I was getting an earful before I started the, this call about, uh, what I needed to go pick it up. So I love you all. Be good to each other and, uh, we'll see. Oh, well, I got to hand over the reins here. Hold on. Chris, you are host. Yes. Do you want to change the host to Chris Loki? Hey, yes, I do. Boom. Hey, Andy, yes, if, you, if you give if you if you
3: give Chris the host, he's gonna kick me out because he's mad at me. <laughs>
7: yeah, he's hit me up uh, second time now. You see, two so,
0: times, twice.
7: Well, once down in Salt Lake City, and then this afternoon. So he's just about on a third strike there. We can't do
6: that
0: too close. I mean, yeah. Chris is a sponsor. He's sponsoring the summit. We can't do that. Yeah. All right, Chris, you get a chance to tell us all what, what it is that you do just for that. How about that? We, you can give sure. give us your two-minute spiel, but I really got to go.
7: I love you guys. See you. Yeah, Andy, uh, I mean, uh, Clark stood me up because uh, we were supposed to do a, a demo of uh, iTrax uh, software today. So. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, we're going to show them the uh, different aspects of our software we have because uh, it goes right from uh, being able to handle um, uh, mitigation to contents uh, to the full project management to photo management. So instead of having three, four plus programs that a whole bunch of people have, um, then it allows to do this stuff all in one program.
6: Uh, that was that we first mm-hmm. we'll
2: have to ask us to do that. We um. can
6: talk to What else
7: does everybody want to talk about?
6: We have a uh, small victory. We've got a uh, couple of our crew at uh, Rachel's AMRT class this week, so that's a win. Thank you, Rachel.
2: You're
6: welcome.
3: It's not so easy to run these meetings, is it?
7: No, gotta come up with uh, something to talk about. Get people talking. Who's on this oh.
5: weekend, uh, AMRT this week?
3: Me and Charles is the other James
6: Grove.
2: Did you learn anything new this week? To learn anything new today?
6: No, no comment. I uh, <laughs> plead the fifth.
2: You plead the fifth.
6: Uh, I learned that we've got things to learn.
2: There you
6: go. I learn that every day. Well, I, uh,
3: I want to talk about the highlight of my, well, besides seeing a lot of, a lot of rebels today, I I saw a new piece of equipment by dry ease today, the 6,000. And it's, I guess it's not brand new. It's been out a few months. Um, but it's super super quiet who's who has heard about or seen the dry East six thousand
2: i have I have five of them you do who is that I can't see it's
3: dawn hey don you did. Do. Hey. there's I could not even believe it was running. I was blown away
2: yep, they're nice. We just bought them about a month ago. We love them
3: yeah so for those for those jobs where people might be sensitive to the noise or the the sound of them no longer are they shutting your equipment off or anything so he kind of had a setup with um six thousand and a velo and it, it just could i mean you couldn't tell it was running at all And this kind of wild they still are 100 pints so they still really draw a lot of
2: uh G, gp out of the air Yep, they're smaller, they're quieter. Uh, we can get more of them on our trucks. We, we love them.
3: They replaced the, the evolution, is what I understand, right? They replaced the evolution.
2: I don't know. Cause they were still sell- I mean, they're still selling the evolution and yeah. the revolution. We just, you know, of course, Kyle, you know, he's the gadget guy. He was like, oh, we got to try these new ones. I said, okay.
3: No. I thought that was pretty cool Uh-oh. when I saw it today.
2: Yep, I like them. Are
3: uh, they more quiet than the female uh, Drymax?
2: Yeah. Well, I also um, like these because you can put the hoses away.
3: Yeah. So James, they are still. They're not. They're not like a suitcase style. I guess that's what I'm calling the, the dry Drymax and the the Revolutions. They're not like the lay down type. They are still an upright. What I guess you would call an upright style. And they're they're just not as big as a seven thousand or a two thousand, but they're bigger than a twelve hundred. So it's kind of a hybrid size. But what Dawn is talking about is in the very top of the rotor mold, there is a a cutout. It's open. It does it's not a closure, but you can wrap up your hoses and your cords and put them right there on top of it while you're wheeling them around. So I was thoroughly impressed with this piece of equipment. I had not. I'm not really a big equipment guy, but I had never seen it, so um, I think I also,
4: g- it's easy to work on. It's only like four bolts to take it apart. So.
3: Four, bo- four bolts, and it also has a humidistat, which I think uh, other other models did. So you set it at the RH to your target, and the air can still keep running. You know, it, it shuts. It just really extends the life of it, but you can open up the front with those four bolts and the air runs right over the coils where it continues to lower the grains in the ring. It's really cool. The guy, I told the guy he should do a uh, a video and I think they do it was legend brands. So everybody knows legend brands. Um, I just never seen it, but he said it's been out since August, but they're, they're trying to get everybody to, I guess the the revolutions or the evolutions weren't a great model for them. And this is their answer to fixing that problem or something. So but they look a lot like a, a miniature 2000, James, if you remember what the Dry East 2000 looks like here. They're that, they're that body style, if you will. Got it. But man, but, man, I saw a lot of Rebels today at this Insights show. Um, I, I, I bet – I mean, I ran out of cards, and I bet. I bet I have 30 cards of people that were Rebels. So I just want to tell everybody – listening. I don't know if he's recording or doing this live, but and we are we're out there, y'all. I mean we are we're populating the industry a little bit now. And it's pretty cool. So I wore a I had my restoration advisor's badge on, but I wore a my summit jacket that has the rebel logo on it. And I, otherwise I don't know if people would they saw the logo and say, Are you a rebel? I said, Yeah, I've been known to be in there a time or two. <laughs> but Saw uh, a lot of the familiar people that we all know from the summits, and John Don was there, and Lindsey uh, and uh, Corey Brandon were there from Dry Express and the United guys. Oh, check this out. So this is – did I hear Bodie on the call? Bodie, Bodie? Yeah, I'm
1: here. Yep, Clark, I'm so, right here next to the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, man,
3: you're out there on the West Coast. So this is for this is for you that might be into safety. United Rentals have an augmented reality, virtual reality training set up for testing people on scissor lifts, boom lifts, and any kind of carriage lift device. So Mm. you stand on this little lift, you put on the goggles and all that virtual world stuff. But let me tell you what, it hmm. feels like you are on a lift. So you go through these little systems where they have tests and drills. And if you aren't doing – like you, literally, if you're not looking around for obstructions and uh, things around you for the carriage, if you're not, like, reaching back and making sure the gate's latch, for any of you that's ever been on a lift, it, it scores you. But when this thing is going up in the air and you're like, jerking the, the, the joysticks the whole platform shakes so it's really but it's really a way that they can start training people without getting them up in the air to even see if they're going to be a good fit for operating a piece of equipment like that and so that was my geek moment i just wanted to tell everybody that those and I, it's hard to explain but they're shooting a commercial for it right now but the setup cost about sixty thousand dollars and united rentals bought 30
1: of them so um, that's, that's all my geek that, out for the moment. Well, that, that wouldn't, you know, that's United Rentals buying 60 of them. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how much that stuff costs, but um, I know that they do a lot of that kind of training with Lowe's and the big box stores and where they have to bring all these new people in and they have to teach them all this stuff. And they've got to make it cookie cutter like they had to do with, um, I remember um, basic OSHA training was like that, you know, at least, you know, the, the eight hour refresher stuff. They had to make it really easy for the multitudes to get through it, but anyway, I don't know. It's this AI stuff is pretty scary. They're gonna get, it's gonna get further and further deep into that. I've got enough to learn already. I don't need to. Man. No, that's not I relevant. Blow, to, you guys blow my socks off. I'm just trying to catch up here.
3: Well, your average water fire doesn't need a scissor lift or an aerial lift, so it, you know you don't really have to worry about that too much. But Anyway, I saw a lot of Rebels, so this is going to be – if this is recorded and we release this, um, I didn't see nearly everybody that kind of walked up and said, hey, let's talk, because I just didn't have that much time. But um, I don't want to occupy the time. I think Chris was doing a really good job of running it.
7: Yeah, great. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a question on the chat. uh, it says, what's the weather like in Boulder in mid-April? I've never been down there, so anybody else? No?
3: Well,
7: Chris this is Clark. Clark
3: well, uh, this is Clark. I'll tell you what the host or the uh, the hotel person that Chris and I are working with, um, they yes. said gen- generally, do what? 40 40s and 50s right now. Yeah. Generally, the 1st of April, she said about 70% of the time, it's nice weather, about 50 to 60 for the high sometimes. Um, but then, you know, she said it is – can be – given the kind of weather they've had this year, it could be very snowy. Um, I know that's kind of – she just said it's right at that pivot point where it's still ski season, and some people up in the mountains still ski and stuff like that. All I know is that that Saturday after, and don't tell OP, I'm going trout fishing. (laughs) Ha-ha! So I don't know what kind of weather we're going to have, but uh, I'm going trout fishing, and I've never been fly fishing. But Now, they said it's generally not freezing weather, but it might be snowy, and worse, it might be rainy. So it might be in the 40s and 50s. might be still snow on the ground because the altitude's so high, it may still be coming down in snow even though it's not freezing weather. So I don't know if there's anybody on the call from there, they can probably answer better. I will tell you if you're going, it's a mile high. And if you've never been out there, and I don't know your medical condition or your cardio situation, but you might, you really, 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 really need to drink a lot of water before you go and you need to pace yourself when you go because climbing a set of stairs is, is a lot different there than it is wherever else you might live that might be a lower altitude. And if you've never dealt with it, you, can't.
2: you might want to get fit tested.
3: You... Go ahead.
2: I said you might want to get fit tested.
0: <laughs> Are we still talking about asbestos? Come no. on!
7: No. Talking about no. much better things now. We're talking about the weather. We're,
3: we're talking about what the weather's gonna be like in Boulder. Somebody said that when the summit, what's the weather gonna be like? And I was describing what Genevieve told us was generally what we are gonna do. And, and I don't know who asked that question originally. Uh, you said it was in the in the chat, right? Anybody, yeah. anybody that has bought tickets uh, about eight days before the summit, we're gonna send out the ten day forecast and a reminder and it's probably going to be bring a puffy jacket and layers and you're going to be fine.
0: Yeah. Bring some layers.
3: Right, Andy, puffy jackets.
0: Puffy That's what they
3: Yes. Puffy jackets and Ugg boots. And, or, as,
0: um, or as Eric Funnell calls them, space suits. Space
6: yeah. suits. will already be warmer
7: you- than it is where I am anyways. So.
1: As you were saying a mile high you know dehydration is a factor um it's especially a factor when you uh drink something called alcohol uh <laughs> what <laughs> is that just sure. just in sure case you're talking uh, about. yeah i
3: have no idea <laughs> no i i he's right though and that's what i'm saying you drink drink an absurd amount of water the days before you get there and then when you get there um, i'm very susceptible to elevation headaches So my first day will be – I'm going to get there on Tuesday, I believe, or maybe Wednesday, but probably Tuesday. And I get headaches my first day there no matter what I do. So just be prepared for that so you don't have a a very unpleasant time.
6: I heard you could take an ibuprofen regimen the day or two before and just get your body loosened up a little bit.
0: Yeah, IB's um, aspirin in in, – Water, just a lot of hydration. When I was doing a lot of climbing, um, it was pretty much mandatory to drink a gallon of water the day before you do a major summit, um, just for that reason. But aspirin, ibuprofen, that'll work. But we're not—it's not like we're going to run a marathon at altitude. We're just going to go hug a bunch of people and and. I don't know. OP's going to be
3: there. It's going to feel like a marathon.
0: It may. It may feel like a marathon. Yes. Gotta love that guy. That guy is so. It's just a force. Just a human force.
3: Oh, um, speaking of the summit, Phil Rosebrook was here today, and we spoke for a long time. He's very, very, very excited. Good to to speak, and um, I spoke to via email yesterday, Kenny Chapman. He's actually in Germany right now. But he has cut some videos, and he's really, really excited, too. So I, I, I got a bunch of people today saying, oh, man, I got I to gotta buy my tickets. I saw the lineup. Who's going to be there? And that's like some high-level stuff. So yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of people just, you know, it's been busy. It's, it's trade show season. Everybody's, you know, forgetting. But I think, I think, you know, just need to get it done before those hotel prices shoot through the roof. And that's not going to be cool.
0: And the other thing um, I forgot to mention, we're having a panel with David Hodge, Rachel Adams, and Vinnie G- Gigliotti? Gigliotti. Gigliotti. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking of asbestos and IAQ stuff, um, that's going to be a great panel. VOCs. Uh, VOCs, yes. That's another thing that we don't historically pay any attention to how many chemicals have we exposed ourselves to over the years walking into fires the day after, uh, breathing in that sweet, sweet smell of money. Um, also known as VOCs. Yeah, we've got a, I think things are going to change. Things going to change.
3: Well, Rachel's on the call and Rachel, we, we, you know, we had a three-way call with Rachel, David, a four-way, four-way call with Vidi and, and, uh, we just talked high level about some of the topics and, there's a lot of experience right there in that trip, that, that, that panel. I mean, I'm telling guys, that's 100 years. And that's not Rachel. – Rachel's only 21 years old, so that's everybody else. It's David Hodge and Vinny. It's about 75 or 80 years of experience between all of them. It's
0: pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. It's sneaking up on us, though, man. I can't believe it's already the 12th. It's a month. So, we've got four weeks Four weeks. One, two, three. Oh man!
6: Do I got to wear war paint if I do this Saturday? Thing? I don't think they're gonna have time for the war paint.
0: I, I don't. I think uh, that was part of the extended, extended version. That was cool. Um, both, both Clark and I lost our voices for like two weeks. What two weeks after that? Uh, it was good. Why can't I get – I'm trying to get Eric Finell in the room. Eric, are you in the room? Oh, maybe. It says chat only. Anyway, doesn't matter. Well, uh, did we beat the asbestos horse to death tonight? There he is. Yeah, I got him to go. Anybody uh, – oh, because I'm not a host anymore. That's right. I gave up. <laughs> I gave it up. Um, here's, a,
3: here's a question, Andy. I was human. at this Sedg- this, Sedg- this insights is Sedgwick and Veraclaim. Okay. Is there any is there anybody here that's on Veraclaim for a program? And how, mm-hmm. how are they as far as I know generally programs aren't great, but are they a better are they a decent program to be on?
0: Which program is that? I thought they used um, contractor connection.
3: I think Veraclaim is a TPA, am I right? No. Yeah, no. yeah, Sedgwick Sedgwick, and Veraclaim.
0: Well, Sedgwick,
3: Sedgwick.
0: No, Veraclaim's uh, not a TPA. They're, they're a claims management company. They're a an IA company, but they're not, hey, uh, Verac- not a TPA. Sedgwick Verac- is- no, and
7: Veraclaim is the same.
8: Yep, Cedric bought Veraclaim, and he also bought Lindsay and Cunningham a while back. So they are a TPA. TPA or yep. IA?
0: There's
6: two different hey. things. Hey. TPA. Yeah, TPA. TPA.
8: Yep, and they also okay. are the ones that run uh, Chubb and DKI. So DKI was bought by Veraclaim, and then okay. um, Sedgwick bought Veraclaim, and so they're the ones that deal with the DKI. So it's actually part of D- not part of DKI, but DKI is part of Sedgwick. And then oh, also okay. Lens in Cunningham. Frederick purchased Lindsay Cunningham, I believe, last year. Also, is that David? It is. Hey, David. Happy Clark. I saw David
3: today. Good times. Good times. What did you yep. take out of the? What did you take out of the show? What did you? What was good people, for you?
8: You know, I don't do any programs. I never have. It's never been my intention to even look at them. I just went there to see what the other side was like. Um, a lot of people had good stuff to say because it deals with Chubb um, yeah. is their main is one of their main things. But a lot mm. of people that deals with Sedgwick seem to be pretty happy with it. So a lot of the contractors don't say they don't, they don't beat you as bad. And they seem to be an okay type DPA. Okay. So that's kind of what I heard today from a couple of them that are on it. But a lot of them guys are also DKI members. So a lot they of are. them have been on it for a while. So that's kind of... A whole nother aspect of it, I think.
3: I'm going to tell you right now. I now listen, there's some rumbling around inside of DKI, but I've got a, I mean, it's in the world of franchise type systems, which DKI is not a franchise, but they are kind of in that atmosphere. They're pretty good operators. I mean, there are some very, very successful DKI guys. And, and, and I know David knows some of them too. Now, as of late, it seems like there's a an exodus if you will there are some people jumping off of it but i think that's natural when you you've grown and whatever their fees are probably go up and you're when you're larger your percentages you're giving away become larger and you start to say well i don't need these guys anymore i'd I'd say it's the same thing that happens with some franchises in a way like i'm paying Mm -hmm. a percentage of everything that i built but there's some really good dk operators in there um, we got a lot of them in the group. Danny Strong was there. Danny's getting ready for his getting ready for his Kilimanjaro. Um, and again, there's a lot of really good strong. Tom Blackler was there. I met Tom for the first time, and but yeah, I saw David. It was good to see you. But that, David had on the the brightest orange shirt I've ever seen. Across, I saw him across the room.
0: Go Beavs. There you go. No. Well, I know ATI. I'm pretty sure ATI is DKI, even though we don't use the, the badging. I think we're DKI affiliate. They have more so. than one
7: program. Because mm. they have affiliate. They have a sort of pseudo franchise, and then they have um, member.
0: Oh, okay. I'm going to look it up here. Uh, Diamond yeah. Solitaire. That's, that's the TPA. Yes? Someone correct me. No? Diamond Solitaire? That's not, I think that's, an innovation is not DKI. I'm just looking through my dashboard here.
3: Chris, Chris, you you dealt a lot with DKI in Canada, is that correct?
7: A lot, yeah. And I I still am on the payroll of one of the DKI members.
3: Oh, okay. Okay.
7: That's why I have a DKI jacket behind me. You just can't see it.
3: I wish I was on anybody's payroll. I would like a payroll right now. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, pay, payroll sounds like a blanket of, of security that I don't feel like I have. <laughs> like a warm blanket. Yeah. Oh, hold me. Hold me. Hold oh, me.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been nice. It has been nice.
3: Andy, are you recording this? I am. Well, I want to say something because we know this is going to replay tomorrow. And I want to publicly say a humongous thank you to Christine Timmel Mm. and to Christine. And I don't want to leave anybody out, but Christine has several people helping her that we have split up a lot of the things. And there's a lot of little things that go into planning a summit or event or anything. And Christine has just blown me away with her, her organization and her ability to take some tasks and run with them. And I think Blaine and Eric have helped with some micro tasks. And I wanted to tell you all publicly and openly, I really, really appreciate it because I think the end result's going to be better because we did not, we're not missing anything.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so uh, we, we, this, this year, this, this time around is, is, it just feels like it's going a whole lot smoother than the last two
3: well it's like your business or anybody's business i mean after you fail a few times you start figuring things out and and that's why failure should not be looked at as as a bad all the time so we we made some mistakes we we didn't know what we didn't know and we did some things that cost us a lot of a lot of time a lot of money Mm. um luckily the events were the events were good luckily the events events went off. off yeah the glitz went off great but that's how businesses are we we make mistakes in our business and we we try this and we go left and we should have gone right and we learn from it and man you start stacking six eight twelve mistakes on top of each other that you're not doing wrong and next thing you know you're doing a whole lot of shit right so Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where I feel about it is things are running smoother because we we now are looking for them instead of not seeing them
0: yeah it's, it's not whether or not you fall down because you're going to fall down it's, it's whether or not you get up again and again and again
3: well I heard, some, I heard something great tonight and I, I, I want everybody to hear this and I'm going to shut up Is if you, if you launch out of, out of earth trying to get to Mars and you don't make it all the way at least you're in outer space and you might land on a moon <laughs> so, so you might not get where you wanted to go, but you got somewhere.
0: Uh, James Groves has a question. Um, we saw him when we were in Orlando last week or two weeks ago. Uh, I, James, I promised you some videos. Which ones were those? I'm gonna unmute you. No, uh, I can't. 24 hour tech. Oh, you're in two places, James. There you are. Oh. Yeah, my son's on my other my Oh, other there we go. 24-Hour uh, Tech, the video. Okay, so those are, um, I do have, I'm going to repost that in the group. I did set up a free uh, link to that. So, a uh, 100% off coupon for Rebel members. And that is actually gonna be the first course that we're going to put live on the website with, um, uh, when it goes live, what, tomorrow? I mean, it's gonna happen soon. It's gonna happen really quick. Um, so yeah, I'll po- I'll post, uh, I'll put a link up there, James, and, uh, we'll go from there. I heard, uh, so who won all the money at the poker party I missed out on? Was not me. That's for sure.
6: <laughs> top, uh, top prize won about 170, 140 bucks. Oh
0: man. I just did not have it in me. I was no gas left in my tank at the end of that week. Um, but yeah, we will do it again and we'll make it out there again. So that's it. I'm gonna cut it off. We're gonna be at one hour, which is perfect. Um, The website, AIRestore.org does go live here momentarily, if not tomorrow, the next day. I I have assurances from A Squared Studios that we're going to make that happen. And then it's going to be on the rest of us to populate that with content. It's gonna be an empty site for now. um, Open to members only. Members only site, but we're going to quickly populate that with great content and then start to move the conversation from the website, from I'm sorry, from Facebook over to the website so we can operate a little more freely, a little without the worry of who's watching, who's, who's sneaking in here uh, and, and reporting on us and all that bullshit that happened in the past. Uh, we're getting beyond that. The alliance is moving forward and strong. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Any last words? No, Eric Funnel. I miss <laughs> you, man. I, I love you, man. I need to. When did you come hang out? Hang out and have some burgers again. That was fun. Yeah, man. Love to see you guys down here anytime. Oh, did you ever get any uh, documentation education from Lindsay Milan? Did you ever get any love from that ad campaign we set up on Facebook? I didn't get any love. Didn't yeah, get any, I, I got
1: a lot of love from you, man.
0: You showed me love. <laughs> I, I, it was not
1: reciprocated.
0: I think my total um, my total ad spend was four dollars and twenty five cents when I turned it off. So obviously something wasn't set up right. It was not showing because okay. if it shows, they charge you. So obviously, I think didn't we have like Tupac fans in there? There's not too many Tupac fans there, might, apparently. Yeah, not in the northern LA. Not in the Malibu market. Not the Malibu market. We were charging your own zip code with that one. Yeah. We needed to be
1: more like in Compton.
0: Compton. All right. Well, uh, reach out, lift each other up, be a part of the group, start conversations, uh, bring value. That's the only thing we have really in life. We can give our time and we can provide value. Uh, And if you do those two things consistently, that will come back to you in spades, um, as they say. So have a great week. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you.